Okay, hello and welcome to episode 27 of Mooncast. Um, I'm not doing one by myself for change, that's quite nice. Um, so Jack's on the phone. Hi Jack. Hello. hello. So right. Nice not doing it by myself again. Um, so today I'm going to be talking about some, doing my continuing the kind of series really of um, looking at individual troop boxes and continuing with the humans doing the Rags to Riches box set, which is the only human one so far that didn't come out with the original Kickstarter. So this is a new, a newer set of humans. It's got Natty the Slum Thief, Kaufman and Gertrude the Fairy Hunter. So we'll talk about each of those. We'll talk about who they work well with, who they will struggle against, who they will be good against, and um, yeah, any other interesting combos or, or good things about them. Uh, before we start talking about them, though, I want to just do a little... Um, bit of promo really for, for Moonstone because the web store is now open again. So I'm recording this on the 19th of June 2020. Still pretty much, I don't know whether we're in the middle, the beginning, or the end of the <laughs> coronavirus pandemic. Obviously, we're just a few months into it. So things have been sort of shut down, but the web store is open again. And in fact, there's even some new models on there now. You can now buy Ribold the Troll, it's a goblin troll awesome model huge troll thing with a sneaky looking goblin having a cannon on his head yeah amazing and yeah. Uh, wendigo i think yeah wendigo you yeah. can get so wendigo yeah. you can now buy as an individual model um i think he's going to form part of a new i can't remember now i wish i checked the web store again i think uh, he goes along with um gloom and chubbs right. i think because with um so basically some of the lesser has also been released. Boris, you can now get, I think you can get the Jackalope. I think you can get uh, Brother Daniel, Kavanagh and Callister, I think, as well. Um, I don't know if you can get the Witches and the Cursed yet. Um, but yeah, there's some more for coming out, which is, which is, which is great. Um, so it's good to have some. In fact, in fact the um, Ribald and Dim and Dim are sold out in two hours. Uh, uh, so that's really good. Really good. Um, so yeah, just a little shout out there, really, because it's, it's it'd be great to try and support Moonstone again. And it's, we haven't, no one's really been able to do any supporting of their local sort of small industries recently. Even the bigger companies, I think, have probably struggled. So go and buy some go and buy some Moonstone from the web store, please, because that's, that's what's going to keep the game going. Um, nothing else to report really in terms of what's happening at the moment. Everything's obviously stalled a bit. Yeah, not really any news, is there? Yeah, yeah there will be some more less about coming out soon. Um, it's basically just a question of the models being built, really being casted and made. So um, it's just going to take some time to get that done. And I know Tom's working really hard to try and do the best he can with that. But that's just well, obviously, you know, anyone who's listening to this at the time will know that everything's slowed, everything's slowed down at the moment. Um, even Games Workshop is slowing stuff down. You know, probably the biggest modeling company in the, in the, in the world is, is slowing production down because that's what it has to be like. Keep people safe, that's the main thing. Um, so yeah, uh, and obviously, we haven't played, you know, me and Dak haven't played any Moonstone for ages now. Um, which makes me very it's sad. So long, doesn't it? Yeah, I got all the I've got, I've, I'm sat with all the cards in front of me that yeah. I the ones I own, and I'm like, ah, oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's sad, I can't play with them. Um, well, I did start, I had, I had, um. I told you this. I had sort of. I hadn't painted any of my hardly any of my moonstones. I hadn't even painted my Leshevot yet, um, apart from yeah. a couple. 
and I got really behind. But I started painting some more last night. Nice, nice. I started painting the leisure vault as well. Had a lot more time to do stuff like that. Yeah, I've been painting mainly my mainly been painting my games workshop stuff because I've been doing. Yeah. Anyone who follows the follows the old backup channel will know that I've been putting up solo battle reports of Kill Team and Forty K because you kind of you kind of can play it in solo. It's not it's not even when it was fun, but yeah. can't you can't bluff against yourself. No, yeah, Moonstone you just can't do alone. Um, one thing yeah. I will say is that if anyone does want games of Moonstone, there is a tabletop simulator uh, on Steam. I don't. I personally, unfortunately, don't have a PC to run it on. Um, yeah, I've not fine. used it, but um, I have been meaning to look at it. I don't know how difficult it, it is. I think to, it should be fairly easy. I think it's, it seems to get fairly good reviews. I mean, it's been it's been done just by some some guy. I can't remember his name now. I should remember his name. So. Um, it's yeah. all been done just by basically just a fan of the game. So everyone's I think has been very positive about it because they know that it's just someone doing it for free, basically. Yeah. Um, so yeah, um, but stuff's still ticking away. Um, stuff's being written for the, the second book. Um, I've written some stuff for the second book, and I know that uh, Richie and Susie, who are the two main writers, are are plugging away at it. So that's that's in the process still. Um, and yeah, there's, there's stuff happening still behind the scenes. Um, the illustrators are still working away and the, 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 the sculptors and things can still work. Most of them can work from home. So there's still stuff happening. Um, but really what, what we need to do is start trying to you know, sell some more models so that mm. that money can be invested, really. Um, yeah, that's kind of where we're at, really, with it. Um, yeah, I can't think of anything else to add to that at the moment. So I think we'll jump straight into the... Um, the troop, which is the rags, which yeah. is so, yeah. yeah. Um, one thing I will say before we talk about them individually, these I, th- I think these are possibly my three favorite human models that there are. Oh, wow, well. okay, yeah, good, particularly, particularly I really Nathie. like Gertrude as well. Yeah, particularly Nathie and Gertrude. Are my Gertrude is possibly yeah. has possibly overtaken Diana as my favorite uh-huh. stone model, actually. Um, I think I just quite like models of really badass women <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> like like in Moonstone my favourite models probably are um, uh, Diana, Gertrude and probably Zoya <laughs> uh-huh. uh, and Agatha and, Agatha, and, I, uh, and obviously we've seen the art for the new pirate box which is Peggy she looks amazing and you know I've got a whole Sisters of Battle army so I clearly like <laughs> um <laughs> pretty sort of awesome looking female models i think um i quite like the fact it's another reason same reason i like sisters of battle actually the reason i like the female models in moonstone if they're done like proper badass women they're not they're not sort of wearing less clothes yeah. <laughs> like they're you know, like superhero with like traditional superhero women who seem to some even think it's a good idea to go into a fight in a bikini um you know the women they're in moonstone awesome, are wearing like armor and armed with blunderbusses and and lob beer at people and, and yeah. have massive talons and stuff like that. So, so that's that's cool. Um I like the fact they're kind of they're absolutely kind of equal with all with all the kind of male characters in the game. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, uh, so I was to say that I've I've and actually I've I've painted Gertrude so and I really enjoyed painting Gertrude which was good fun to paint. Um she's got quite a nice sort of dynamic pose, one one foot on a stone and blunderbuss ready. She looks really cocky as well. I think she kind of knows that she's quite awesome. Um, she's got kind of a slight, a slight sort of cocky smirk to her face, which I think is great. Um, 
So yeah, anyway, we're going to start with Natty. So I'll quickly run through the card. Um, and then we'll have to talk about using her. So she's a human, she's a rogue as well. So she's a one with only only one of two, I think, and one of three Commonwealth uh, rogues, the other ones being Muradai and Loki. Um, oh yeah, Loki's a rogue, yeah, yeah. Loki's a rogue, yeah. yeah. Um, so she's melee three, which is pretty good for a sort of not a fighter. Range one, arcane four, so nice arcane. Her evade stat, I'll get to her evade stat in a second, because it doesn't, I, yeah, you'll see why. <laughs> She's a weakling. Hash. Yeah, so it's it's a hashtag. Um, well, actually, it's number, isn't it? I mean, um, but anyway, so she's a weakling, so reduce made damage from minus one, and harvest cost plus one. But she's got concealed dagger, so plus one to piercing damage, and plus another plus one to rising attack, so she does play a rising attack. Two, yeah, which will get around the... Uh... The weakling get plus one. Yeah, basically. Yeah, if she plays a rise, it'll actually be just plus one damage. Um, yeah. But then, basically, the next few things are how, how real strength. We've got Look of Innocence, which uh, the only other one that has that is Anya Bartol has the same ability. So, enemy models must discard one energy to target this model with an, with an action. So annoying. It's it's great. It's Yeah, it makes her <laughs> very frustrating to try and hit with anything. Like, you want to fire... A weapon at her, and suddenly it's cost you two or four or something. Yeah. Even like hitting her in combat, it costs you two. And yeah. most most melee characters have only got three energy. Yes. Yeah. So if they do go into they can only hit her once. Um, she's crazy, actually. Yeah, she's crazy good at sort of not dying. Despite actually has sort of six health and no armor. Has, has that? No, that hasn't changed, has it? That has always been that way. Look of innocence. Yeah, that hasn't changed at all. I don't think it's changed. I can't remember. No, it used to be just once, like the first time they target them. It's every time, isn't it? Yeah, I think, I think it got made slightly better. Um, can't remember now. It's been so long since we did this kind of like that playtesting in the early days. Yeah, yeah. Because it's hard to tell. It's been so long since you played. I can't remember now. Um, so next, got Disappear in a Crowd. So this character's evade stat. Um, it's basically. So, so it's, it's described as minus hashtag or minus kind of number um, where that number is equal to any other models within three inches excluding her. So that includes any All other models. Yeah. yeah. So if she's within three inches of say three people, she's made minus three. And then if she's like behind cover at the same time, she's made minus five. <laughs> so, yeah, um, yeah there's, no, there's no cap to this. So. No cap, no cap. Yeah. But she can be evaded as high as you like. Yeah, but if, she, if she's behind, if she's properly behind cover next to three people, she's evaded minus five. Which even the best fairies hitting her with one with one card. So, well, basically, you wouldn't target her. Pointless. Because it'll cost, it'll cost you an extra energy to draw one card to try and hit her or something. <laughs> no point, is there? Um, so she's also got Swift, which makes a reaction step while engaged by an enemy. She can move two instead of one. So she's pretty good at getting out of combat. She doesn't end up being there. And last of all, she's got a little um, something aggressive. She's got a slingshot, cost two, six inch range, suffers X impact damage. But this character loses look of innocence and disappear yeah. in a crowd, and the Vader's changes to plus one until the end of the turn. So that is a bit risky. Oh, unless you've been uh, only on catastrophe, though. Oh, yeah, only on catastrophe. Oh, yes, true. Yes, sorry. Yeah, God, yeah. So not too bad. Yeah, for some reason, I've always thought that she lost it anyway, but. You're absolutely right. I don't know why when I, I was looking that. over the card earlier, I, I thought that as well, but then I realised, oh, hang on. 
it's only tested. Yeah, so that's, that's not too bad, actually. Yeah. No, no, it's, it's great. Yeah, no, she can yeah. fire away, can't she? Just another option. Exactly. So she's got a pretty good chance of hitting stuff. Um, yeah. So, yeah, she's pretty good against fairies, actually. She's a pretty good... To that. She works quite well with Gertrude because she's a good anti-fairy. Because um, she's got four energy as well, which is high for a human. Yeah. Uh, very high for a human. I think only Quack actually has got four. Even Quack's only got three. I don't think there's, I don't think there's another really? Commonwealth, purely Commonwealth human who has four energy. He's the only one. Uh, I, yeah, I can't remember. You got the cards there, haven't you? So I can't remember. I'm looking at them now. She's the, only, she's the only human at all that has four. Apart from maybe there might be some um, Dominion humans that have got more. Uh, right. um, but I don't, know if they, don't, know, don't know if there is, you know. I guess they the, only have three. Uh, yeah. I know she's got three. Yeah, always I've got three. Oh. Yeah, she, I think she has the highest energy of any human. Yeah. That's cool. So she, oh. can, she can kind of do more steps and things, which is pretty good. And then... Yeah, yeah she's like, been shot twice as well. No no reload with that or anything, so yeah. if you want to. Yeah, yeah. yeah. damage is good. So her signature move is on Sweeping Cup, called Cup Purse. Delivers no damage, but dam- the damage is reduced by minus two, so that's... Mm. That's good. Um, and this character basically nicks a moonstone. That's amazing ability, really. Yeah. Also, um, bear in mind, if they've gone into combat with her, basically you would never go into combat with her if you're carrying a moonstone, because yeah. she can A, do that, and then reaction step two inches away. But <laughs> <laughs> she nicks your moonstone and legs it. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> and it costs you an extra energy to do the attack in the first place. <laughs> So if you if you had if you had a moonstone if you if you basically if you've got a moonstone you want to be staying clear of her because she's pretty good at making it. Yeah, off. anyone that can just take a moonstone because it's so difficult normally to get it. You got to kill the person and then you got to have enough energy to pick it up. And if you don't, the enemy can take it back potentially and kill you. So to just take it off someone is amazing. Yeah, yeah, it's really good. Really good. Um, she she quite she's quite good actually with Muradai, I reckon, because Muradai gives her plus one energy if they're close by. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, that's right. So I was kind of a plus one arcane that. So she'll be arcane five if she's within six oh, inches. Well. That was her slingshot with the five with five, arcane five. And also, like if you've got Muradai and Natty, you've got Muradai, Natty, and Corfman. That's three characters that can nick moonstones. Yeah. Um, I think you can check. Yeah, it gives less familiar. But yeah, so three characters. And Nick Does he give plus one energy as well, or is it just a plus arcane? No. Um, he can. I've got my cards out. No, he can. He can reduce his evade by minus two. Move an enemy, which is really useful with both these two. Um, he he is pretty good with with this with this troop box actually because. He can move people as well. So can Kaufman. Um, Natty can get around pretty quickly. Um, they can really control the board quite well. And particularly if you stick Loki in there as well, there's another rogue. Um, he can move people move too. Move people, yeah. You can get a lot and of block, board control block. with Loki. Um, I mean, you will start running out. You start running out of characters because that's five. You need a healer, and you need a giant with Kaufman really. So then you you would run out. Um, I mean, actually, to end that, if you what I'd probably do with that, if I wasn't facing fairies, I wouldn't take Gertrude, I would take Muradai Loki. Like, if I was facing gnomes, possibly, 
or humans or goblins. Muradine, Loki, Natty, Kaufman, Gotka, and then possibly either Quack or, or mm. Firefly, like a, like a fairly good healer. Um, yeah, Quack's or, or even Eric. Well, Eric can't heal most of the other ones, so he can only really heal Kaufman. Uh, too, Kaufman's even noble, isn't he? Um, yeah. So I'll probably take Quack, to be honest, because um, yeah. he can heal other stuff too. That's quite a nasty list, and they can do a lot of board control, a lot of board control, with Kaufman, Natty, Loki, and Muradai. They can just really mess up, basically they can really mess up people's plans um, really well. So that's potentially quite a good list. Um, yeah, sounds like a nightmare. I would always want to take Gertrude, so I'd probably drop either Loki or Muradai. Probably drop Muradai, actually, because Loki's also really good in combat. He can hit stuff really hard. Um, yeah. So, and with things like he's Verdant Growth. moving people as well. His movement stuff is really useful. And also with like Verdant Growth, he can just like, let's say Natty has, is in the open with only two people next to her. Like, oh no, where's, oh, it's okay. I can just stick a forest in front of her. <laughs> <laughs> or, or in her, so she could literally be in cover. <laughs> so, um, so yeah. Um, cool. So there's a, a few people that she, she, Natty can play pretty well with just about any Commonwealth, to be honest. Um, I think she can fit pretty well into most human builds because, and actually, she fits quite well into gnome, into gnomes actually, because they're usually close together, and she will yeah. be probably happy with most of them because then her evade stat is like minus four. Yeah. Um, so she quite likes being with gnomes because they're they're usually close together. She can stick with them, um, and again, being hard to hit because of. Either look of innocence and discipline are ground, she's really hard to hit the enemy to hit. Yeah, that's a good point because against gnomes, you know, a lot of them have got tough as old boots and other things to reduce damage. Yeah, so, yeah, so if there's a human, they're going to be an easy target, but not if you're natty with the discarding the extra energy and your extra evade, you know, it's. Yeah, basically, she she's if you've got her with gnomes, you would just never really target her because there's no point. Um, yeah. Her evade will be so, will be so low. Um, because the gnomes are all close together. Humans like to be close together, fed close together as well, so she can work well in, in, in both, really. I think she, she's a pretty good all-rounder because she doesn't really... Because she doesn't buff anyone else. She doesn't yeah. really help anyone else. But she is a proper thorn in the side for the enemy. Yeah. For anything, really. The only risks you... The only, the only troops you might... Well, the only troops I would potentially worry about her against would be troops that can move people easily. Like goblins have got a lot of movement shenanigans where they can move other people. Um, she hasn't got a lot of health, so... Hasn't got a lot of health, but then saying that, yeah. like, let's say Boom Boom's targeting her. Well, he's not going to be able to do anything if she's minus three evade. <laughs> and the other yeah. ones are like... Um, Gwendolyn can move people, but again, she's going to have trouble getting there. Because to get there, she has to be within six, I think. I think her ability is six. I know it's ten inches as well. But again, he's going to have trouble targeting her. So, yeah, yeah she, she's pretty good against just about everything, really. Because um, look, look of Innocence makes her good against good, good against um, melee. Because I think all the movement stuff where you move other people, it's all arcane, isn't it? I can't think of anything. I can't think of anything. There's nothing that just does it, so... Not to not to yeah. enemies. So she's people that, that as well. 
I don't think there's any enemy ones that can do it. Uh, one one character that was the character that most people won't need to be worried about is um, Swiggity Sweetie. Um, um, <laughs> although yeah. saying that plunder is a plunder is a um, I think it's the one you can take. Yeah, plunder is a uh, okay. uh, arcane, so he's got to struggle to hit it with it. Yeah, and it has to be within two inches. So, so yeah. And it cost, and it'll cost him, yeah, it'll cost him two energy to do it. He only have one left. Um, so it's fairly well covered, really. Yeah. Against anyone. Yeah. Um, just gonna, yeah. Uh, okay, I think that's Natty I've done really. Like, like I said, she works pretty well with um, just about anyone really. Um, mm. Yeah, she could fit really well. Which is an interesting one. There's not that many characters that fit. The only, like the only other Commonwealth character that fits, I think, Daniel. Daniel can fit in with just about any 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 yeah, world. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, the same kind of reason. But his his is in the sense that he can. He's obviously like a support, mainly supportive character, but he can support everyone. Yeah, irrelevant of kind of noble or human or he doesn't he doesn't have any. It's just always friendly, so he can. And like Natty can benefit from anyone, he can benefit others in it in the same kind of way. So um anyway, we're not talking about Daniel, so uh let's go to Kaufman. Um so Kaufman actually came out with the original Kickstarter. He was the doing the original Kickstarter, there was a I think one of the the, the highest um pledge you could make meant that you could design a character, and the person that pledged that designed Kaufman. Um who was, who was actually called Kaufman and was a merchant. He named, he named it after himself. All <laughs> um, <laughs> right, I didn't know that. Yeah. But Tom, Tom, I remember when Tom Tennant did these, he was a really, really nice bloke. And he, um, Tom had to like nerf some of the abilities a little bit because he tried to make himself amazing. <laughs> um, <laughs> but that's, that's like, you know, yeah, this guy had, a, had quite a fun sort of designing his own card. And that was, that was cool. Um, so, yeah, uh, I'll go through his card again quickly. He's a Kaufman's a human noble. Um, that, that noble trait is quite important, as we'll see in a second. Yeah. Melee two, so he's got low melee, range one, arcane four, he's got high arcane, um, and evade plus one, so he's a big fat bloke basically. But it's all about his it's all about his um active abilities anyway. So he's got two active abilities. You can only ever really cast one unless you've given him extra energy on like Daniel. He's got a shower of gold. Um, not to be confused with a golden shower. He's got a shower gold, shower gold. No, definitely. Um, yeah, don't, don't, don't confuse those. Um, so, target six, six inch range, cost two, and he has to be energy, so you can only do it once. Target a single point on the board within six inches and lance out this model. All other models, so not including himself, within four inches of that chosen spot, move two inches directly towards that point. Uh, the Corvman player chooses the order of the move, so basically he can just shut everyone together in one spot. Yeah. Or he can shift half his troop up the boards two inches. First time, um, isn't it? Yeah. Also useful. Um, yeah, early, straight away, you can use that to extend yeah. the range of his troop. Yeah, which is always useful. Um, that one, and then you've got money bags. Again, cost two, 16 range. Place a 30, 30 millimeter diameter bag of gold token, and you get those with the model. Um, they're just little yeah, little bags of gold on 30 mil bases. You, you get two. Yeah. Which is the most you'd ever really used. Yeah, um, I had two in play before. I never managed to get three. You could just put yeah, a thirty well, mil base. It, you, if you manage to get three, the enemy's done something extremely wrong. I think. <laughs> yeah, things are going really <laughs> bad for the enemy if you've got three in play. 
Um, again, so within six inches of the last site of this model, token remains in play, but is immediately removed with any models in base contact with it. So to get rid of it, you have to move over it. Um, whenever another model takes jog or step action while within six inches and line of sight of the bag of gold, it may not end the move further from the nearest bag of gold token that it began. So sounds like complicated. Well, I'll just kind of explain that quickly. Mm. So when it's bag, if you've got a model within six inches, so not including Corporate himself, any model that's within six inches and line of sight of the bag of gold, um, when it moves, when it jogs or steps, um, it cannot move further away. We cannot end the move further away. So you can move closer and then end further and the same distance. You can't end yeah, if you're two inches from it, you can go forwards and end your move an inch in front of it. So, yeah, yeah you just can't move further away. You're two inches away, you probably to walk onto it and get rid of it. Oh, get rid of um, it, yeah, yeah. But if you were six inches away from it, you just got to end your move six inches away from it. Um, yeah, yeah. So you can't end it further away, but you can you move can go closer around. You can go round it. Yeah, uh, you can go uh, kind of orbit it, so to speak. Yeah. Basically, you could kind of cut across, because basically imagine there's a six-inch circle around it. You could cut yeah. across the circle um, to move away from it, but as long as you're ending the same distance that you started, yeah. you're okay. Um, but it is only jog and step. You can reaction step away from it. Um, and that was something that me and Tom actually talked about quite extensively before the model was released in the troop. Um, we felt that if you if you if you had a reaction step in there as well, let's say it was jog step and reaction step, um, it would be too much. Mm. Be too if you couldn't reaction step away from it either, um, and obviously any kind of any any movement that isn't jog or step, you can also do so things like Doug's charge, Billy's move that he can do. Mira die disappearing through buildings. Yeah, well, push, um, people that can push people, isn't there? Yeah, pushes. Uh, Morris can push people. Yeah. Um, plant the placard on Bella Daniel where he can move people. They don't have to move closer to it. Um, what else? Uh, who else can move stuff? Agatha can move people, obviously. So anything that involves moving people isn't affected by that. It's dogs and steps only. So, um, and he can subsequent, in a subsequent turn, use share of gold. As well, if anyone, if you want to move people, yeah, within six inches away from move. it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's pretty much the best ability in the game for board control, uh, I think, because um, it just locks down a six inch or a, tw- a twelve over twelve inch area of the board. It's suddenly the kind of the, the movement in that area is therefore becomes limited. Um, yeah, so it can be really. I've, I've used it before to like stop people getting to Moonstone because then it's a character that hasn't got any kind of movement shenanigans available to them, so they just get stuck. And it's, it's brutal for just getting people stuck. So powerful because it's it's giving your opponent a headache to think about how to play around it. So you just put it down, and then they have to sort of puzzle their way how they're going to cope deal with it. So. Uh... Amazing. You do have to think, yeah. You do have to think quite carefully when you put it down because it doesn't you affect can't... your own model. Yeah, yeah. The, you need to make sure. Yeah, the only model it doesn't affect is Kaufman himself. So he he actually works quite well with troops that involve spreading out a bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I mean, with well, anyway, we'll talk about the rest of his abilities, and then we'll talk about who he works well with. Um, so he's got one arcane ability called Generous Offer, which is like which is another way of nicking moonstones. So it's range one, no, range two, cost one, once per turn. Not modified by evade stat though, uh, which is really good. Um, green two or red two, which is fairly easy if you're not modified by evade and you've got arcane four. Yeah, arcane four, uh, yeah. Yeah, basically he gains a moon, he nicks a moonstone off someone. Um, that model loses possession of one moonstone and his character gets it. Um, so it's another way of taking moonstones, which is great. So then he's got uh, he's got nine health, he's got a lot of health. For, I know humans had to have more, but nine's a lot. That's, um, yeah, it's a lot for human. It's more than it's three energy. Uh, same as uh, Fritz, is it? Uh, I think Fritz's got nine. Yeah, Fritz's got nine. Even Flintlock's only got eight. Baron's only got seven. Uh, Flavius has got nine. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. He kind of goes along with those big humans, same as Fritz and Flavius. They're all plus one. Yeah. Or even bigger humans. Um, so Signature's on Thrust. I like the Signature. I'll tell you what it's called. It's called Gut Barge. <laughs> <laughs> Just like fun. Um, doesn't do any damage, um, but basically it moves the enemy two inches away. He just literally shoves them with his belly. <laughs> I just think it's a great image. Um, sort of fat. Yeah, his yeah. his, his sort of character is he's very, very arrogant. Incredibly arrogant. Um, his, I think his, I think under his hobbies, I haven't got the book out. I wish I got the book out. His hobbies is like um, reminding Van Van Fantiat that he's richer than he is. <laughs> <laughs> For that. So he's very, very rich, merchant, noble. Um He's very arrogant and sort of full of himself, thinks he's more important than everyone else, uh, which he kind of is. <laughs> so, um, I mean, one thing you find with him when you play with him is that he, you do end up playing your um, your troop plays very much around Kaufman. Um, so sometimes, I, what I found before when I play, I've played Kaufman a few times, and he's usually amazing. I remember playing one game where, I, at the beginning of turn three, he died, he got killed. And then I didn't really know what to do myself for the next rest of the next two turns. Oh. Um, I based all my gameplay around him, and suddenly, oh, oh no, the enemy can move where they like. <laughs> yeah, that's not fair. What's going on there? <laughs> I can't remember how he died, but he did. And I was just like, oh, it does kind of, yeah, he does take up a lot of sort of energy, <laughs> not literal that, energy. Was that against rain energy. gnomes? That rings a bell, actually. I think it was against you. Yeah. Um, I can't remember what happened, but I think I seem to remember being extremely relieved that I got rid of, of uh, Kaufman and could actually move where I wanted. So. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think I've also played against you. I've been feeling like I've, I've played I've used it once. With, I think you. I played. Was that, when, was that when Striga Anya went on her massive uh, melee? Uh, killed like three people in a row. I think she killed Kaufman was one of them. Might have been. When I used him against you, he managed to nullify the uh, Revenant for a bit, I think. Yeah, yeah he did nullify the quite well. That's basically what he ended up doing that game. Really good again. Yeah. He died. Um, one of my favourite ones I've used him with is I used him against Tom. Tom had a... He took, he took a, a goblin gun line list, which is basically which was horrific. He took um, <laughs> Fire Spitter, the Mortician... Shabaroon, Rybold, and the airship. Yeah. I think Beaky is a healer. Um, and 
Corfin kind of won me the game because I just stopped him being able to get anywhere. I basically I managed to nick enough moonstones and then legged it with my character. I had Natty actually, um, and Flintlock, and they just legged it. Um, and he was just kind of stuck because he couldn't get to them because I kept sticking bags of gold everywhere. So, yeah, he's fun to use. He does take some thought. He's not like a point, like a lot of humans are kind of point and click. Um, particularly the, the original human set of like like Fritz, Agatha, Flavius, Fancy Hat, Flintlock, Quack. They're, they're, they're kind of point and click. Like, Baron Havante, move up, hit stuff. Fritz, you know, move up, hit stuff. Flintlock, stand there, shoot stuff. You know, Corfman adds a different thing, kind of thing into humans. You have to put a lot of thought into how you use him. Um, yeah, he's definitely, yeah. I mean, I, yes, I haven't used him once, so I found him a bit tricky to use, but you've got to use him a few times to get used to him, I think, and how he changes the board. Just by but being, he is yeah. really, he's really, again, he's basically good against everything. Um, I can't think of a troop to play against where he won't be useful. He, The only thing he'd possibly struggle with would be, I'll just, I'll just say that he, he wouldn't, is, is like super shooty ones. But what you will with, with Kaufman, same as with Fancy Hat, really, and with Diana, like the other nobles, um, he needs Gotka yeah. or Brunhilde with him. Um, yeah. I tend to lean towards Gotka most of the time, but I think it's just because I know him better, um, and he's slightly tougher with, with his armor. Um, but Brunhilde does have loyalty, which is quite useful for him, so she can react and step three inches towards him. Okay, yeah. um, whereas Gotka obviously can't. Um, so, yeah, I mean, Kaufman's possibly vulnerable to being moved if you're not careful, because he's plus one of aid. You need to think about your... Like, you don't want him as the the front of your troop, because it'd be very easy for, like, boom, boom, to you, you hoik him out, where he's not suddenly near Gotch Gut to take his wounds for him, and he will then die quite quickly, because he's got no armour. He's got nine health, but he's plus one of aid with no armour. He will lose yeah, that he's health. Yeah, he's got a way of protect himself potentially in melee by getting the enemy away but he's got nothing against ranged and he's plus one of aid so yeah yeah so we'll go if you get if you get if you can um so you need to be careful of, of things like that um Gwendolyn's another one that can move people quite easily uh, and obviously agatha can um she's be a bit wary about people that can move move stuff mm. um but apart from that he's that's that's really what he has to be wary of. Apart from that, he's pretty, he's pretty damn good, really. Um, obviously, if he's lost his bodyguard, then he's he's has the same kind of risk. But you know, that's just you've got to accept that when, he, when you've, he's still got nine health, so um, he's still he's still pretty good. Um, I'm trying to think of anything, anything else really for him. He's he's all about that board control. I've never actually used Genos off. I've never, I've never nicked the moves off of anyone with him. I just use him to completely mess up my opponent by sticking bags of gold everywhere. Um, he quite likes being with Natty, actually. Um, he, he, he likes being with both these two, really, Natty and Gertrude. Obviously, Gertrude, you only really take against fairies and possibly goblins. Um, um. So I guess with uh, a generous offer, it's one of the rare abilities where. He can take a moonstone off some off a friendly model, so that can be quite yeah. Can friendly model, so yeah. Yes. For a model that uh, you don't want to be hampered by that moonstone, there's normally no way of, of getting rid of it. But he can help out. I think the Goblin King can do that, can't he? Uh, well. Goblin can, yeah, yeah. Uh, very rare, can see. 
to me, but yeah, he can. But the other yeah. ones that can nick them yeah. normally have to nick them off an enemy, but he can just take off anyone. Yeah, yeah, because he can target anyone with that. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's that's a good point actually. Yes. So if you moved at the board and picked up a, a moonstone with, um, well, Goshka could be a good example actually. You don't necessarily want Goshka and you able to move two. He only has two energy, so he, he could take it back off him. Yeah, um, actually, he can do money bag and then also take a moon stuff a friendly character as well and free them up. So, yeah, he yes, yeah, yeah, Um, I think we'll move on though because we're getting getting there with time on this one now. It's now about 36 minutes already. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, about so we'll be on to Gertrude. Gertrude, yeah, Gertrude. Gertrude. Oh, yeah. I love, I love yeah. the model. It's, I think, I think she's probably my favorite human that I painted out of all the. When I've done so far. I don't think. Uh, when but, did you? I don't think I've seen her paint. Have I seen her? Your painting? Uh, you might have seen her half finished. She's oh, now finished. Yeah, um, great model. Yeah, uh, great model. Really, really great model. Um, yeah, she's. I think she's probably my favourite human I painted. For, for, oh, I am in the middle of painting. As I said at the beginning, Lashford. I'm, I'm painting Anya Bartol at the moment, and I'm really enjoying uh-huh. that model as well. The detail is just absolutely insane. Um, I, I can't believe the detail on like on her dress. It's been quite like I've never held a model so close to my own face. <laughs> <laughs> I can see the detail while I'm painting it. But anyway, back back to Gertrude. Um, oh, interestingly, this is separate, but Gertrude is the person that gave Anya the necklace that stops her from uh, the trigger coming out. All right, okay. So, yeah, and yeah, Gertrude is the one that gives her the um necklace. That's quite cool. Just a bit. Oh. That, that was a good segue there, wasn't it? It was. <laughs> Into that. Planned that one. <laughs> uh, I, I, I wish I had. <laughs> but no, <laughs> that was a good question. Um, so yeah, so Gertrude, I'll go through a card again. So she's a human and a mercenary. So um, there are a few little cards. Uh, mercenary, yeah. I guess so I think benefits mercenaries. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. If they make a many action, they get game energy, so she helps mercenaries. So Who else is um, a mercenary? Uh, Fritz. Okay. Yeah, I've barely yeah. used human. Boschkart's a mercenary. Um, Hilda's a mercenary. Um, so they can all have benefit from it as well. I think it's uh, not done. Yeah. Nice. yeah, it's just friendly soldier or mercenary for Agatha, so it doesn't even have to affect humans, so she's pretty good with Gotchka and Brunhilde as well. Yeah. Um, so anyway, uh, Gertrude, she's melee four, so she's got quite a high melee stat. Mm. Um, range one, she's normal. Arcane five. She's got so she's called the fairy hunter for a very good reason. Um, she reduces all magical damage suffered by minus two. Um, and she's got well, she's got a reload because she's got blunderbuss, which we'll get to in a second. So, reload is two, can fire blunderbuss again. Natural order is her like anti fairy tech, yeah, really. One active ability, so she hasn't got to cast it. All models within four inches, which is the pole, suffer one wound for each energy token they have over three. So most most fairies have five energies. That's two wounds on all the fairies within range. Um, it costs one. And it costs one. And she just does it. So if she gets herself into the middle of a load of fairies and does that, they are not having a lot of fun. Um, aside the fact, you can then shoot one of them as well. Yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, so that, that's her, like, her main anti-fairy tech is the minus two magical because most fairy damage is magical. Um, I mean, like, if Freya's doing fizzle pop, she's doing like X minus one damage to her, so most of the time it's one, and she has eight health, so it's very useless. 
even Diana will struggle. Diana's only doing the most X damage. No, X minus one, in fact, as well. Yeah. No, I can't get this all wrong. But if Freya's Fizzle Pop, she'll be doing X minus two damage. So basically, Fizzle Pop is useless. Fizzle just X, isn't it? Yeah, okay. Yeah, and then even if Diana's casting like horrifying visions on her, she's X minus one damage. So the most yeah. you can suffer um, is two. Two. From Diana, who's like the ultimate, one of the ultimate killers. Foxglove can do better with Atrophy because 2x. She could suffer 4 damage from Atrophy. Um, very tough to get, to be honest. He's only on 3. Yeah, so she's, she's, she's good anti-fairy. She'll struggle against Wasp, the only one probably, because his damage is piercing. Um, but yeah, again, both fingers again, she's good at that. Good against, so. Good against Grub. Good against Grub, good against Stragoania, actually, because Stragoania's damage yeah. is, all, is all magical as well. And there's a couple of other yeah. models that have magic damage only, which is good against them too. Um, I can't think who else has got magical damage now. Is, um, is young Jack magical? He's got magical sword, but it's not. is it magical damage? No, he, no uh, he's not. He's, um, he he it suffers magical sword, or is it just a magic damage. shield? Yeah. I can't remember. And just a shield, so he just produces all damage up by minus one. Oh, right. um, yeah, but it's, yeah, it's good there's, for, there's, there are other bits of magical damage around. Um, like I think unlikely I haven't got the fire spitter card in front of me. Pretty sure the fire spitter's magical. Oh, right. Uh, but it can't be impact piercing or slicing, can it? So it's probably no, magical. No. Um, so she's fairly good against fire spitter as well. Um, she would struggle against Rybold. Mm. Most can struggle against yeah. so that's <laughs> <laughs> you know. Um, so yeah, but yeah, that's relevant really. So then, she's got eight health, three energy, kind of fairly. That's a fairly standard human. Um, her signature move is really cool, sweeping cut. It's called spin kick, uh, which is great because she's wearing like like knee high, almost thigh length boots, like proper highwayman like looking boots. She's yeah. about to have a spin and smacking you in the head with this. It does damage. Um, it does a decent amount of damage actually, um, more than I think a normal yeah, sweeping everything cut. Everything apart from low guard. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then uh, move the enemy model one inch, and that's in any direction, <laughs> so yeah. that could be towards her. And she can immediately reload. It's mental. So she can shoot. She can, if she's within like combat range of a fairy, she can shoot them, melee them, possibly do damage, and then shoot them again, yeah. <laughs> or shoot someone else. Um, Amazing. So, yeah, we missed Blunderbuss, I think. It's, I mean, it's. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, I did. It's, yeah. Crazy, but, um, yeah, it's yeah, so short it's. Range. Short range, four inches. Um, cost, only costs one. Same as most weapons, as you once per game, unless reloaded. But it's quite easy to get off because I need green or blue. Um, yeah. It's excellent impact damage. It's not high damage, but it's easy to get it off. And he's arcane five. So even against fairies, if she's within four inches of the fairy, they probably aren't in cover. Yeah. So yeah. she's gaining three, she's probably drawing three cards, needing any green or blue, which is probably two damage. Yeah, it's pretty good, actually. Uh, when you first look at it, oh, X impact damage. But yeah, it's it's green or blue, which um, is normally one or the other for that kind of... Cause I think, like, it's Boom Boom either one, or... Boom Boom is exactly the same. Oh, is it? Oh, is it exactly the same? Okay. Yeah, exactly the same. He's ah. got blood the so... Uh, yeah, it just represents the spread of the blunderbuss, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. And if she's 
gained energy for anywhere any in any way well then like if brother daniel was given an extra energy for example um she can shoot reload and shoot again yeah yeah, yeah. she does she doesn't need someone to do that um uh, i think agatha could do that couldn't because agatha can give her yeah, yeah agatha can give her although agatha does reduce her arcane stat by x so it's not as useful um who else can give energy i can't remember now the commonwealth Librarian, yep. I haven't got her card on me actually yet, so that's why I didn't think of her. And she's not been released yet. But the librarian will be able to, yeah. Um, don't think Eric can. He's only sold, yeah, he's only sold as a noble, so he can't throw any. Um, but there's a few ways for her to get, get up for energy, um, in which case she can, um, yeah, fire, reload, fire, or you do what I just said, you get into combat with them, fire, hit them once, reload, and then fire again. <laughs> And just yeah. the image, the image of that is amazing as well. Yeah, like he fires, she could fire at the person, at one next to her, hit the one in front of her, doing a spin kick while reloading her blunderbuss, and then blast like, her in the face. Like the Matrix. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah, I can't remember what the female character in the Matrix is called now. Oh God, it's been so long since I've seen that. Uh, I know, Trinity. 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 Trinity, yeah, she's like Trinity. Uh, Trinity, yeah. she's Trinity. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm not sure Kaufman's Neo, though. Uh, mm, yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, so she's clearly best against fairies. Um, she will struggle against, like, gnomes who can just shoot at a bit before they get, she gets to them. Mm. Um, there's no protection against... Let's, gnomes don't have any magic range damage, I don't think, either. No, she'll struggle against humans, for example, um, for the same kind of reason. They don't really have any ranged magical um damage at all um she wouldn't be too unuseful against Leshevolt but not not ideal to be honest yeah. um, she's mainly very uh, I, th- I think she probably is fairly useful against some goblin builds but yeah they can have a fair bit she's probably going yeah. the fairy hunter for a reason um, yeah you know she's very good against fairies um but she does quite like being with these other two. She likes being with Corfin and Natty. Actually, quite likes running up with Natty. Um, they're quite good together. Um, and she likes being with Corfin because Corfin can draw people in because she needs to be close to people. All her abilities are like four inches and stuff. She wants yeah, to be that's for sure. Yeah. She likes being with Corfin because they can move them even better. Like yeah, as we said, like stick Loki in there who can move people even closer. Or Agatha. Agatha's a good. Actually, Agatha. I didn't really quite realize how how good Agatha is with her. Um, she pulls because, Blink, actually, yeah. because of Dutch Deutsch courage. Um, she gets so Gertrude gets plus one energy if she performs a melee attack damage within Agatha, and Agatha can pull people in, and Agatha can give her energy, or it does reduce it to arcane. Um, yeah. she's pretty good with Agatha. I was, trying, I was trying to look if there's a way that you could do it if you had a, quite a fun build, actually, would be Agatha, Gertrude, Kaufman, Natty, Brunhilde. And probably you would want a healer. Yeah. Quack, probably. Quack, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. You've got a nice... I was trying to think if you could do an entirely female build. You can't... Oh, right. Well, what you could do is you could do Joanna and Mama Gimble. <laughs> be quite a funny one. All with, all, or basically, uh, that's all the current um, Commonwealth women. Yeah. And actually, Joanna's a noble, so she... Does quite like having Brunhilde with her. That Mama sounds Gimble like a 
She sounds like an awesome build. Healers in the game. Um, although she can't do Mother's Love as well, but she can stay with Joanna. But it would be quite fun to do that, actually. <laughs> yeah. <quite> funny. <laughs> um, they're either badass or grumpy, <laughs> or both. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, but yeah, Gertrude quite likes being with, with Kaufman and Natty and, and Agatha. Um, and she very much likes fighting fairies. It's really what you want her for. Mm-hmm. But you do need to be. But she does die quickly. If you're not careful, she'll go down like a. Yeah. Um, yeah. The good melee character with her. But then, you know, most of the time, unless you're a good melee character, like, you know, Fancy Hat's going to kill most people. Jack's going to kill most people. Fritz is going to kill most people if you're not young Jack and Fancy Hat. <laughs> you know. Um, so, so like, like most non pure melee characters she will struggle against pure melee characters but she also struggles against um cheating basically non-magical cheating so it's worth taking that into account yeah um i can't think of anything else to say about these three now it's it's a funny one doing doing this one now we have not played for so long um yeah it's difficult to remember some of the interactions i was trying to remember them um i mean she should quite like being near daniel because um, Daniel can move her, he can literally plonk her in the middle of everyone else, um, as long as he's got a way of getting, 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 getting um, energy. But he can give her energy, and he can move her with part of the placard, and he's a healer. Yeah, um, yeah. So she's quite happy being a Daniel, as most characters are, to be fair. Um, we've he's mentioned a swell guy. He is a swell guy, <laughs> yeah. He's, he's, yeah, yeah, he's good-looking too, I heard. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. Definitely likes being near Loki because he can move people for her. Um, and Loki likes being with Natty, so that's I think that's Loki could fit quite well into this. I reckon. Um, but with this troop, what you got? Where you have got to think about it, where, you, where your healing is going to come from. Like mm-hmm. Eric would be a good one if you got Kaufman, but then he can't heal most of the other ones, so he, you don't want to just yeah. be having him. And I think you do need to be a bit careful about basing your troop too much around Kaufman. Um, I mean, if you're facing fairies, you're basing your troop more around Gertrude, to be honest. Um, or more equally across the three, really, because Natty is obviously really good against fairies as well. They find it really hard to hit her. Um, but this troop, this troop That's... block is really good against fairies. Um, yeah. yeah. Like, and if you stuck, well, I was sticking with that. I'd have Natty, Kaufman, Gertrude, Fire Flavius, who's good against fairies. Does he have a normal of, um, heal, Flavius? Like, yeah, he has a normal heal. The yeah. only arcane three is not as easy to get off, but he's got obviously with divine intervention. He's another one that's a bit scary to target with met with with arcane stuff. So a good anti fairy yeah. one is probably against fairies. I think if I'm choosing humans, I'll take Natty, Flavius, Kaufman, Gertrude, Agatha, and Gotchka. Um, Gertrude for hitting them really hard. Gotchka can hit them really hard. Agatha to pull them in or just help everyone around her really um, Natty to be a pain in the ass as normal Kaufman to control the board and Fly Flavius to heal and also control their arcane a bit um, and, and got to just stand there and take damage basically um, the only one you've got to be careful with that is, is you, would want them, you would want them all to be really close together because <laughs> um, you don't want you want got near Flavius that's right. Yeah, you want Gotchka. Yeah, you, you'd want them all quite close together. 
which could be risky on a, a wide moonstone spread. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. But but they do help out with some movement stuff. And again, like, the, 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 I mean, the thing is now, there's so many more now than there have ever been, obviously, because more models are being added. Like, like Daniel's good with that. Loki fits in quite well. Um, even some more longer range shooting, like you could have Natty, Kaufman, Gertrude, um, Flintlock would fit in perfectly well with that. Um, probably wouldn't take fancy hat. I don't think I want two nobles. I don't think you can do a noble build, but you then don't necessarily have Natty and Gertrude in that. It gets complicated. Yeah, it gets complicated with healing, really. Um, yeah. Gertrude actually fits in quite well herself with gnomes against fairies. Um, if I was taking gnomes, say, to a tournament, I'd be tempted to drop her into my troop choices in case I was facing fairies. Um, she's so good anti, anti-fairy. Just good to have the yeah, just as an option. You're not always necessarily going to need her, but if you go up against fairies... And with Mama Gimbal, you've got two pulses that just do damage to them. Yeah. With yeah. no arcane um, required, Mama, so it doesn't matter about their evade. Has Mama Gimbal got minuses to... Yeah, Mama Gimbal's also got minuses to magical damage. Um, uh, is she... what? That's only known, but she is minus magical damage as well. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. So, Mama Gimbal's pretty good against fairies for the minus magical, and so is Gertrude, and then yeah. got the two of them. With all your with all your gnomes waddling up the board, um, that's that's pretty mental actually against fairies. Um, the main thing you have to be wary with whenever you're facing fairies is how much they can move. Um, yeah, they can close distances so quickly because of how much energy they've got. Um, but they are. Yes, yeah, so if they come up to her and stab her, her magical damage uh, protection won't help her very much. Yeah, basically, so, what if you're, if you're Fairy player against Gertrude. What you got a couple of options really. Um, a you expand into the goblins and you take like Rybold and you hit her with a massive cannon. Um, <laughs> or it's sending like wasp after her. Yeah. Try and maybe, maybe try and do a couple of steps with him here and there so he hasn't got fire energy anymore. Um, so that natural order doesn't work as well. And then you can stab her. Fencer for exactly the same reason because huge fencer will just absolutely carve through Gertrude in combat. Um, basically, you just want to keep that magical damage stuff away from her. You want to keep yeah, and watch, and watch your energy. Yeah, yeah. Belladonna's obviously also very good against her. But the same way, she's good against everyone because she can just kill someone immediately. Um, but then you know that's the same for anyone. You know, Belladonna's great against everything because the way she can just murder someone in one go. Um, yeah. But yeah. Um, in terms of facing against, I'm trying to think how, because the thing we haven't mentioned, we've talked about how you can use these ones against others, but I'm trying to think about facing against these troops. Um, in terms of if you're facing Kaufman, what you've really got to do first, before you try and target Kaufman is, is kill his bodyguard. Um, which is the same when you're facing, whenever you're facing any noble who's got a bodyguard, either Gotchka or Brunhilde, target the bodyguard first with everything. Like, if you can kill Gotchka quickly, then suddenly that linchpin, which often the noble is, like Kaufman is a linchpin in a, in a, in a troop. Diana is a linchpin in a troop. Joanna is, Jack is. They're all kind of central focuses for your, for your troop. And you, the way that you're trying to make them survive is with Gotchka, to so kill Gotchka, who, to be fair, 
with ranged attacks can be very easy to kill. Yeah, um, you want to target him because he's easier to hit. There's no point yeah, targeting the coffin and then you pass on him. If you get Fox Club within range of him, Fox Club drawing five cards, doing two X magical damage, he's going to go down very quickly. Um, yeah. I'd possibly even be tempted to sacrifice Belladonna to take him out. Um, yeah, yeah. Particularly if I've been yeah. really sneaky and bought the mortician and just bring him back again. Um, but I think, I think I think in the game I played in that tournament, when I played against Ed in the final, I think Diana killed Gotchka in two turns. Yeah, it's, sometimes it's surprising how quickly you can go down, isn't it? Yeah, gets focused. Uh, they this whole troop will also struggle again. I mean, the thing with Gertrude, I remember, is like although Diana can't damage her, Diana can nick all her energy off her. Yeah, um, <laughs> I mean, everyone's susceptible to models that can steal energy, so that's kind of an irrelevant statement. That everyone is vulnerable to Diana nicking their energy off them, mm-hmm. um, except probably Natty. Because Diana has to spend an extra energy to do it, and she's got yeah. probably got particularly good evade, so. She's the one that probably won't suffer as much. Um, dealing with Gertrude is about hitting him with stuff that isn't magical. Dealing with Corfum is about killing his bodyguards, then you can target him easily. And also, you often have slightly redundant characters that aren't necessarily going to do much in a turn. Use them to walk over the bags of gold. Um, yeah, good point. Yeah. Get rid of the bags of gold. And also, like if Corfum is activated quite early, get rid of the bag, get rid of the bag of gold if you can, and suddenly he's a bit more vulnerable because you can get rid of it by walking on it. Um, yeah, you don't want to be just fretting about it. If you can get rid of it with someone that is not going to do that much, yeah, just get rid of it, and then you don't have to worry about it. Yeah, for the rest of the turn. If he had an activation already, was already one down, then I think that is still the same. You can't really plan ahead for what Corkman's going to where Corkman's going to put his bag of gold. So you don't know where they're going to do it. What you can yeah. do is get get rid of the one you've already got there. Um, yeah, Corkman actually struggles quite a lot against Boris. Because you just leg bunnies down to go and get, yeah, get, yeah. get, get rid of the bags of gold for you. <laughs> um, but you know, most, yes, most that's true. Um, and dealing, uh, do you know what? How to deal with Natty? Well, how to deal with well, Natty? A lot of what we're saying is like that Natty doesn't really seem to have, we couldn't really come up with any weaknesses to exploit, I don't think. So, Natty's <laughs> weakness is that she will. No health. Die quickly to like Fritz. Now, yeah. If Fritz in fact gets into combat and hits her, unless she gets lucky, which he might do with the cards, she will die very quickly in combat. Mm. Um, they'll probably only get one hit, but that one hit by killer. Um, so, <clears throat> um, but the thing with Natty to do is is to kind of ignore her to start with and kill everyone around her. Yeah. Then so. Um, and the thing with Natty is because she can't really do anything to anyone, she can just slingshot, but it's not that scary. Um, is you've got to just kind of avoid her a little bit, mm. not always easy, but if you can avoid her a bit, then or you all stick together. Like, gnomes are quite good against Natty because they're all together. If she wants to try and get in there and nick a moonstone, she's then surrounded by gnomes, <laughs> um, who can still do stuff to her, you know, they they, they can still. Things like 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 Mama Gimbal, if she does Mother's Wrath, she she can to, to Natty is susceptible to things that aren't don't target her. So things like foul gases. Um Yeah, yeah. A couple of foul gases and suddenly she's on two health and two energy and she's nowhere near as good. Um and, and like Mama's Wrath, it's like like aura effects that do 
Pulse effectively it's automatic, damage. yeah. They're just going to get around the evade. Yeah. Um, and around so, Look of Innocence, because you're not targeting them with an action. That's the other big thing. Yeah, so it's an if it's not, not, not directly. So also things like um, Fritz, even if she, like, if she's too close to people, Fritz can go towards her, but target the person next to her in combat and hit yeah. her as well. Yeah. So things like that. So that's that's a, that's the risky thing. She needs to be near people, but doesn't want to be. So the things like um, another. You know, it's, it's a it's a bit of a weird one to say because everyone's at risk for this one. But like someone tra- if someone transcribes, but it's the fire spectre into the middle and then blows them up with with a catastrophe, then that's quite risky. But but then that you could say that about anyone. That's a risk to any any troop. So yeah. Um, yeah. Basically, any damage that doesn't doesn't target her directly is is a big risk. So. But I do love, I do love, I love the model as well. Um, it just looks great. Um, yeah, yeah. Exemplar, I think she, almost all of the characters, I think, which is one of the things I love about Moonstone, I mean, I can go on about how much I love Moonstone until the cows come home, but is how well the models reflect how they play. Um, they just reflect it so well, don't they? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, holding a bag of gold, looking really sort of slightly it's... nasty on his face. Gertrude yeah, really with his blunderbuss. Natty's it's like they're so characterful, isn't innocent, it? With this little hat, looking really innocent. And she cut, then she suddenly cut your purse off. And, you know, Agatha's looking really kind of just like confident with beer in her hand. You know, Fancy Hat's got his little pinky out because he's really posh. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, Quack's got this manic expression on his face. Gotch cuts a bit thick. <laughs> Brunhilde is singing. Eric is like charging willfully in because he thinks he's a knight, you know. And like, the models reflect the player, but how the models pl- how the models play on the tabletop is reflected yeah, so well. Um, I can't think of a single model actually that doesn't look like how it plays. <laughs> I think of any that goes to show how well they're done, doesn't it? I also I can't think of a bad. There's no bad models. There's no bad models at all. I can't even think of a model that does play. Well, like, like it's not bad model, but there's no like bland model really. They're all very characterful. Yeah. So there's no one that's just like oh, there's just someone stood there, just bland. They're all doing something or like interesting in some way. Even the ones who aren't like dynamic poses, the pose yeah. still suits them. Like Fritz, yeah. like standing there looking really. Really sort of big and comfortable with his massive sleeves and his sword over his shoulder. The beast, he's standing there with like a hanky in his hand, yeah, looking yeah, really sneery because he's this really horrible noble who just looks down on everyone. Um, and Yabartol, who's standing there looking really spoiled. It's, yeah. not, it's not a dynamic pose, but it suits her perfectly. The Zoya model with like, like clicking her fingers, and it's just like they don't have to be dynamic to really yeah. fit. Um, Cavan is another one. So he's juggling, <laughs> which is exactly which is what one of his abilities is called, <laughs> like the vanishing ball strike and stuff. Like yeah, but perfectly, don't they? So yeah, um, cool. I think we'll we'll call it a day on those ones now. I think because I think we've um we've done what we normally do on this podcast. We spent half right. talking about right. the rest of talking about how much we love Moonstone. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but that's fine. That's fine. Cool. All right. Um. One thing I will well, say, I can't see a time on my one. Oh, my one, well, an hour and three minutes. Oh, we made it to an hour. 
Nice. You made it now, yeah. It's now. So one thing I was gonna, I wanted to, uh, what I've asked last people I've been on, I know, like, basically, cause I haven't seen you for so long. I can actually be like, I can ask you this, and what they say, know the answer is because you've got a good idea of what's coming out in the next few months in Moonstone, because obviously you've played some of the models and things. Um, what single model uh, are you most looking forward to? Of the ones you can remember coming out uh, next, or next, but coming up soon. I would have. Well, I didn't realise um, you could get. I was looking forward to getting Wendigo. I didn't realise Wendigo was out. Uh, so I would yeah, have so said been released, and so right. But so some less have been released. So Boris, you can now buy, uh, and then also also Rybold and Dim and Dimmer. Um. um I would have to say, well, I painted up a lot of the goblins I had that I hadn't got around to painting. So, um, to say something like, you know, when Goblin Airship is coming. Yeah, yeah, that, 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 that one. Yeah, that that that's all been sculpted and stuff. I think, as far as I know, that's just needs to be cast essentially. It's just from painting the goblins, uh, which again, I hadn't used as much um you really like all their sculpts and how mischievous they are so i want to get some more of them so yeah probably probably goblin airship cool. what, what about you uh jada nice oh yeah just the model is so cool it's, it's probably one of the most it's one of the most dynamic poses that uh, i think they've that um Tom's designed really. I think, I mean, like Fox Club's very dynamic, and um, a few of the other ones obviously are dynamic, but I just love the way she's turning and firing a bow behind her. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm really tempted to have her running up a tree uh, uh, on, on her base and firing her bow like to the side, <laughs> something like that. Yeah. I just really like yeah, that pose. Awesome. Um, actually, that, that, yeah, that, that, actually, that fawn box that we're looking forward to, the Hoff and. Um, uh, Mr. Toodle as well because I just think that's oh, a, I love Mr. those three models. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, All right, just... that's what I wanted to end on really. So it seems to be inter- it's interesting to find out what we want. Um, so yeah, we'll oh, I, there. I've just got got a picture of Jade up because I couldn't remember. That is absolutely amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay, that's going to be amazing. I think she's going to be on the second book as well. But I can't remember now. Um, but yeah, no, she's awesome. Nice. Um, yeah, so uh, I don't have the normal spiel I have at the end of my video report, which I've been doing recently. But yeah, do check out the the Oldie Battle Reps Facebook page because that's obviously sort of linked closely with Mooncar. Um, and you know, if you're new to this podcast and you want to see some battle reports, check out the Oldie Battle Reps. Um, certainly got by far the most um, Mooncar battle reports. Also, do check out. It's called I want to call it Dicing with Death. Or dicing with life, dicing for life, dicing with—I think it's called dicing with death. New, 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 new YouTube channel. Um, a couple of people, a couple of goblins actually, um, who have just done that. I think they've done their first monster battle report. Um, goblins versus fairies, and they're, they're doing blogs and things as well. They're being very proactive actually, which is really great. So do check them out. Check out their their stuff. Um, everything else, we really, check out Moonstone Wise. It's either the website. Um, and mainly the face, mainly the Facebook page, the, the Facebook group, Moonstone players, um, and the Discord. Actually, the Discord's very good. I don't go on Discord as much as I probably should, but um, I do know the Discord is very good. The Discord server, 
and you can see all that. Basically, your first port of call is go to the Moonstone Players Group, and pretty much everything else kind of branches off that. There's links to the Discord on there, to the website. You find out new things on the on the Facebook group. Follow them. Follow Moonstone on Twitter, obviously, but that Facebook group is your first. It's your first port of call, really. Yeah. Cool. Um, as usual, I don't have a plan for the next um, podcast. I think I'm going to do it about. So I think I've pretty much cut. We've, we've, we've done fairies. I've done Leshevolt. We've done fawns. We've done this is all the current humans. We've done goblins. My next step is possibly doing the big guys. So I'm going to do like yeah. troll, I might do a troll episode and do Boulder, Viebold, and Bristolers, and then do a giant episode and do Brunhilde, Gotchgut, and now Dim and Dimmer. This has been released. Yeah, Dim and Dimmer. Yeah, yeah. My next two. That will also be my next two. Will cool. be those three big guys, and then the other three big guys. So we're going to cover everything else so far. Cool. All right. Well, I'm going to hang up there and say goodbye to all of you. Um, yeah. I'm not actually can hang up on you yet, Jack. I'm just going to stop recording. Right. <laughs> so don't think yeah. you. But I'm going to pretend I'm hanging up now. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> Good luck listening, everyone, and we'll see you next time. <laughs>